Welcome back to another episode of Blacker Couch Reviews. We are going to be talking about Inside Man, the penultimate episode to wrap up the mini series, part three, written once again by Steven, directed by Paul. I gave this episode an 8.5 out of 10. I enjoyed it much more so than the previous entry. However, I will say, <laughs> man, are the, is the last name Waitlings? Watlings? One or the other. They're two of the most moronic people <laughs> to ever be conceived in a script. I do not understand them and their continued thought process. However, there was a lot more humor on, uh, well, not humor per se. There was some unintentional humor because Dylan was there. But there was a further exploration of exactly why Jefferson is in prison, what he can be doing to get himself out of prison, or at least a stay of execution, what his thoughts are, what his feelings are, what's going on with Beth. Why was she drawn here? Why is she a journalist? Why did we start the season with her? A lot of varied notes there that could be far more or could have been far more better spent uh, developing more than what we had in season two with that little case. That was a huge waste of time considering four episodes. It needed to bring some depth to these characters very quickly. And then you can have the other shenanigans going on with Janice. That be the case. We don't need anything else. We had the case. Janice was the case. Uh, I would prefer more character character building. Before we jump into the recap, where we listen to this podcast, Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, go down to the rating section, drop some stars, leave a like, or a review. My social media will be there as well. Subscribe. And if you want to send feedback for any of the shows that I do, including the finale for Inside Man, blackercouch at gmail.com. Warden, is it Casey? I think that's his name. Comes to tell Jefferson his execution date has been set for the 17th, which is three weeks from now. And uncomfortably, he has to discuss protocols while Jefferson pretends to be okay. I'm dying. Help me. I don't care how stoic you are. No one wants to know the exact date that they're going to die. So he, of course, makes a lot of honorary remarks. <laughs> and the warden just feels as if he wants to be anywhere else but there. Harry and Mary discuss their dilemma with him continuously thinking this is the duty of a vicar. If he said, I'm a fucking vicar one more time. <laughs> that was the letdown of last episode was you and jacob and is his name jacob i have no idea edgar that's his name you trying to preach to him in the church on the pulpit that was absolutely useless but he believes as a vicar he's supposed to protect the vulnerable but he's not vulnerable he's criminally insane he's a pedo He's a pedo- he's not he's not a pretend pedophile. He's a pedophile and he knows as much. Mary keeps pointing out that look it up kitty porn yourself and printed it out, which he did last night. 
to add fuel to the fire so that it's believable will ruin everyone in the family but he's okay sacrificing himself as they agree to release janice and then he take all of the blame but i don't know why you keep putting your family above this person that clearly knows that he is not a good person he has predilections in which he himself is saying to you i don't believe i will be able to control okay he's seeking help not protection mary clearly isn't with the fairy tale of religion either <laughs> and i'm like but you married a vicar saying that it's a nonsense he says god is the only one out of all the other religions that died in the end and i'm not quite sure i see the relevance he died in the end and had fun torturing his children we prosecute folks for that shit today they get the call that edgar is dead has hanged himself and yeah here's the thing some people know that they are not meant for this world and if all of them kill themselves as bad as that is to say out loud less children would be harmed and i would take that over someone who realizes that whatever is wrong with them it cannot be fixed and solved so i'm going to solve it myself mary wonders what he said to to him last night and i'm like he clearly told you what his intentions were they even showed the flashback <laughs> to confirm what his exact words were i wish they didn't stop me from killing myself because i wish i was dead i don't know why you thought taking the blame for it was simply going to fix this problem that he was having he goes downstairs to speak with janice against mary's objections who admittedly hates harry and never did to begin with didn't even like him so everything he says at this point i don't give up I don't even understand why he's still trying to to have a conversation or try to see reason with all of this but she does peek mary listening and starts playing head games with her idiotic and easily manipulated captures uh, capturers is that the correct word <laughs> after all this janice wants revenge and i don't blame her i'm sitting in my own shit and urine i got wounds all over probably got type 2 infection or something i don't know but i know i'm gonna be spending days in the hospital and somebody's gonna need to take care of these bills and compensate me for my trauma because i also because you know she bruised everywhere because i keep forgetting she fell down them steps <laughs> not walked down I, I would be right there with her i'd be doing exactly what she's doing at this current moment making y'all lives hell because you best believe I don't even give a fuck what the truth is anymore. <laughs> I want you to suffer. All of you. Maybe not the kid, but definitely you too. Harry is optimistic, thinking the note which he was not told what was said about the note is a confession. Of course, though, it's even more ambiguous. Their son. Oh, I forgot his name too. He knows something is up. As he clearly saw that handbag on the counter that was not even being hidden well by that gap between 
the two gallons of milk. So I'm like, did she come by and you want me to take out her purse? Did she come by? No. I mean, you're really awful lies <laughs> also gave you away. Beth is picked up from the airport by an assumed police officer who flashes their badge who didn't work Jefferson's case, but we find out his wife was British, which explains a lot, actually. I very much want to spend like two weeks for the rest of my life in England, you know, just two weeks a year until they just allow me a passport. Like, you know what, bitch, you can just stay. You can stay and come. I want to, I want to be a, I want to, I want to live half a year over there and half a year over here when I retire. <laughs> because I'm not quite ready to give up my U.S. citizenship. (laughs) Uh, She is told to familiarize herself with the case of Janice and nothing more. Back at the prison, Dylan is re-quoting the execution protocols because in his mind, grief didn't hear anything over the news that he's about to die. It's like, uh, you've had time to adjust. It's been four hours, which really is a long time when you have three weeks left. Dylan was going to be executed. Well, he said that time I was executed. He's like, Dylan, you can't be executed because you're alive. But it turns out when he first got in jail, he converted to Buddhism and the state could not accommodate his last rites because no one could provide him with a Buddhist priest three days prior to his execution so that they could touch his foot. He's like, why the foot? You know, priests. Take it from a former altar boy. Priests have limits. Hey, bro. What? Oh, my God. He is off the chain. They don't share much as despite having him as an assistant, much personal information between them. Because he's like, how did I not tell you this story? It turns out grief doesn't actually like Dylan. Probably because he is a sadistic murderer that raped women. And I feel like whatever grief situation is, well, I I like his thought process about, you know, I get what I deserve, not what I want and taking ownership of one's crime. But I think there is a true difference between some psychopathic killer and someone who killed with intent, whatever that intent is. Beth feels played when she realizes that Morag, that's what it said in the notes, is a, in the subtitles, I mean, is a criminal. And she makes it clear about who grief is, including the fact that he dismembered his wife's body, which is something we were just now figuring out, and hit her head, which becomes very relevant right when the story needs it to. That should have been in episode two. Probably the best bit of agency from Beth thus far in the series when she makes it clear she knows all about the details because she points out that people wouldn't know this if they, you know, because they lost interest in the case and you don't know who you're fucking with. You know, he likes to to have, he likes to, you know, associate with little girls like you. She wants to know if this is a sensationalist type of story and she is like, no, one, I knew about the head. I'm a fucking journalist. Of course I know about the head. (laughs) And I know he's a piece of shit. I never said he wasn't a piece of shit. His actions disgust me. He disgusts me. I'm here to help a friend. 
grief overhearing everything is happy to know that his deeds aren't changing her opinion of him janice must be trapped and doesn't have many friends due to avoiding people because most suck ain't it the truth all it takes to turn any human into a hermit is a keen sense of smell what kind of bullshit is this welcome to my human dilemma the police come into the home where they have janice locked up was another bit of plot device that i wasn't too keen about but clever woman convinces harry to have mary come downstairs thinking she will hear that edgar clearly did the crime as they set up their phones and she puts it on speakers so that she can hear everything that is said and i'm just gonna call bullshit on that because between those bookcases ain't no fucking way no way at all that they're gonna hear that <laughs> they're just not it's too muffled it's too far away and they have to be talking extremely loud and then they intend to release her like that's gonna fit like oh, i'll just go to jail for your crimes but at the same time she could just slander your name you don't need to necessarily have proof to ruin someone's name but mary knows she's up to something and that she's trying to play them against each other however uh janice misdirects her into thinking that she and harry have a secret kind of dialogue conversation he doesn't inform her about i'm glad she wasn't played by that though she's like look i ain't that dumb my husband is really dumb but i'm a little bit more (laughs) realistic because i was ready to kill you yesterday mary still thinks this will end with no one getting hurt i laughed as i looked all the at all of the bruises on janice (laughs) like that's too fucking late okay shira is not thinking logically right now she's thinking about revenge she's thinking about how much she's gonna enjoy knowing how she fucked your life up when it's clear that no clarification will be forthcoming with the police now having only more questions about who the vicar is protecting janice forces mary to duct tape her mouth by saying she's gonna scream making her even more complicit in escalating events grief is scared and didn't expect to be when he's asked by his uh, roommate dylan back at the prison about dying what you think you deserve and what you want are two different things he gives something to be given to the warden Morag back in England points out that being a criminal is a shite lifestyle made by people who make poor choices and the pay is not even great and yet we keep doing it and wants to know why Beth is so fascinated by criminality her refusal to give anything more is uh is either a choice or just bad writing (laughs) because there's there's got to be something that would make you a young british journalist well maybe she was living in no because that's back in england right yeah so why would you meet someone and apparently there was a time gap between janice and her meeting which i still don't know how to coincide because he picked her up that one day and it seemed all like in the same day but whatever whatever 
Uh, <laughs> I'm still not keen on this coffee thing. But that 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 makes a lot more sense. But still, you jumped on a plane. You went and there's plenty of killers in, in uh, Britain that you can go and interview. Why this guy? The son goes home instead of to his girlfriend Lucy's because he knows that his parents are acting weird. She's like, it's weird that he's a vicar and she's fucking a vicar. Like, uh, okay. (laughs) Y'all made up the rules that vicars can have wives. Shoot. Some are celibate. Mary is ready to go to the next step of their plan. Like I'm canceling the Skype call with her sister, which is an indication that she intends to kill her. When Harry gets back downstairs, she blames Mary for duct taping her mouth and hitting her. I didn't get no sleep because of y'all. Y'all not gonna get no sleep because of me. She says she only feels protected when Harry is around. (laughs) I know she stank though. Mary tries to poison her or wants to poison her using the heater that leaks carbon monoxide. She is already off in the deep end, whereas Harry doesn't listen to the fact that his wife warned about playing, about the fact that she was playing them against each other, because he does keep side-eyeing her. Who are you? From Jump, she's been more gung-ho about the murdering than him. So he's like, Lord, I got to save you from yourself. You just need to go put yourself up on a cross, because clearly that's where you want to be. Eventually, she gets him to agree to murder, taking the carbon monoxide heater downstairs himself while she sends the email to her sister. Something tells me that was a mistake. And later on, even Mary realizes, fuck, that was a mistake. Arguing neither see their son come home. Harry locks Mary out of the house, not allowing her to be complicit in killing Janice. Reality hit grief real quick back in the prison as he offers his wife's head to the warden the location which will then lead to the wise of his actions which he hopes will lead to a stay of execution if not temporarily indefinitely and i'm like oh now you want to live what changed your mind and i think they could have honestly did something between the two characters that they clearly introduced as the leads in this series at least someone who came to him that got his attention and contextualized that janice plays coy when harry comes down to place the heater to poison her not realizing their son just overheard his dad say he has not done or he has done wrong and terrible things but it was all to protect his family the first step would have been to call the police station and report the crime before Heffa showed up. Because you must believe most of them, and I'm not, I hate to say this, but they would have written her off as like someone who's a busybody. Women like her showing up, mm-mm. maybe different in England, but <laughs> yes, there's a lot given to a white woman, but they also, it's so sad. It's so sad to say that they characterize people like well we already heard from the vicar and he already explained to us what was going on but i believe it was the son well i think you had a misunderstanding but i swear okay and if you kept pushing the issue you'd be like well you don't have a life or anything to do you're not even on facebook (laughs) 
what kind of it's immediately an attack on the person than it is on the the person you're accusing it's wrong but it certainly would have went that way and in this case it wouldn't even necessarily been wrong so if you want to protect your family you should have just let her leave mary belatedly realizes that she fucked us <laughs> as the episode ends I am really curious more than anything else to know why grief murdered his wife. That's the the number one, because I don't even think that homegirl needs to be saved, Janice. She has saved herself. I mean, she might get a little injured because she saw the son that had the key. All she got to do is get him to let her out. I mean, once Ben finds out, that's his name, that they pretty much, because that's what they're doing. They're doing that to protect their son. They're not going to then make their son complicit in murder. At some point, you got to give up. (laughs) But how this is going to end with this scenario, I just hope everyone goes to jail and the sun just looking like, what the fuck is my life? Janice being content and her friend showing up to be like, I tried to save you. Oh, shit. You didn't need me once again. (laughs) I have imposed myself into your life because I find you fascinating. So let's get to the mystery of why Grief murdered his wife, and I will be content with the series. Once again, if you want to send feedback on the final episode, blackercouch.gmail.com. Until next time, peace, hair grease, blacker magic. Real hard.